conversations about yesterday's animation. Animations. Saturday morning at Cartoon Fair. Days past Tooncast. Days past Tooncast. Hello and welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Welcome back to you, Travis. Yeah, thank you. Welcome back to you as well, sir. We're both coming back after a little bit of a break here. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little break, man. Just trying to get in a couple more episodes this year. Before I think. we quit, go play it late. I, I don't want to quit, but you've really been <laughs> pestering me a lot on what, how you can get out of your contract. And I'm... I'll get back to you, okay? But until then, can you just keep? Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I'll stay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because you've got you've got some new responsibilities to keep up with. I do, man. As we talked about at the end of uh-huh. last episode, and it's been keeping you busy. It has, man. And I want to get to that. I yeah. want to talk about okay. it. But I need you to also recognize that I've got some new responsibilities too. Yeah, you you tried to one up me a little bit in, uh, in the responsibility department. Look, I didn't try to do anything. This just <laughs> happened to me. But I will say, yeah. you know, um. Uh huh. I get what you're going through right now. Yeah, yeah, I get it, Trav. All right. How does this relate to a cartoon that we're going to talk about today? Well, first, Travis, what happened to you? So shortly after uh, our last podcast on (laughs) 11-4, my girlfriend gave birth to a seven-pound, eight-ounce, blonde-haired, blue-eyed baby boy. I've seen pictures of him. Uh He's an adorable little guy. Blonde hair, which is is hilarious to me. Do you think it's going to stay? I don't know, man. It's looking pretty, it's pretty blonde, bro. Yeah, I mean, some kids, it's like they get poisoned over Uh, time, uh and I I certainly don't wish any poisoning on your son, but, (laughs) like, you know, the, the blonde and the blue sometimes go away. Yeah, the eyes will. The eyes will for sure. Okay. Because my, my kids, my kids. You're have, having that procedure done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remove the blue, <laughs> right. insert the brown. But your kids, you have the brown, so. They do have the brown. That's a guarantee. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. but, so he's about a month He's a month and a day. He's young enough to where you're keeping up with the amount of days. Oh, oh on on every month we we have this blanket that we put out and we and we <laughs> yeah. put this little this little triangle over how many months old he is. Oh, that's and adorable. we put a different outfit on him and I love that. It's cute. We should keep we should keep up with every day uh, up until we die. Uh-huh. I think that's worth celebrating every time. I think at the beginning of your life and at the very end of your life is when you start counting it. Like once you're over 75, 80, you're yep. like, I'm this many months, this many weeks, this many days. This is my accomplishment. <laughs> I survived this long. <laughs> hey, Will. So yes. I remember on Thanksgiving, I sent you a picture of my kid. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's beautiful. That's cute. And boom, you hit me back with a picture of your own. Yes. Good, sir. You want to uh, talk about that? You you told me about how you were going to have a kid, and then you did, and then and one <laughs> popped out. You you weren't lying. You weren't bullshitting me. Yeah. It wasn't a it wasn't a front. And uh, you sent me this picture of this kid. What what, what a weird power move that would have been. If, if, if it was just a. <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have supported that hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but no, I had my own power move to make. Yep. What happened is I sent you back a picture of my own little baby boy, Benny, who is my son, who's a dog. Oh. Beautiful. My son, the dog. <laughs> I've been a cat owner for 15 to 16 years almost. And this guy wandered into the grocery store when I was there. I had done the self-checkout, finished, started heading out the door. And everyone is looking down like, I don't know, like gremlins just came into the place. <laughs> and I looked down and there's this little kind of rust colored puppy dog. He's not teeny tiny. You've met him now. You yep, met him earlier. Yep. He was very happy Sweet to meet boy. his uncle Travis. But he wanders in and everybody, I, I mean, I was a little thrown because I've never seen a wild animal. He's not that wild, but a wild animal. At and the you scan. Yeah, like walking <laughs> into Tom Thumb and he was just sniffing around looking for food and he headed back to the fish department right oh, away. Oh, where the strongest smells. Uh, yeah, yeah, where the strongest smells sense. live. And some woman, <laughs> this very sweet woman, her eyes bug out and she was like, oh, I saw him wandering around the Starbucks. I was hoping an angel might help him. <laughs> 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 and I mean, the way it sounded was literally like an angel. I think she meant just like a, a nice person. Uh-huh. And then the manager, and I get it. Like he's a man, he's managing a Tom Thumb. Yeah. You've, you've worked at a, a grocery store oh, before. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But it's Tom Thumb, right? Yes, okay. correct. Yeah. So you would, if a dog wandered in as, as much as you might think Benny is cute. Uh-huh. And he is. Yep. Your first order of business is getting the dog get out of the out. store. Start. He's got to go. Out. Yep. So he just is looking around just like, how am I going to get this fucking dog uh, out I'm of here? I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit exactly. him hard. He's going to do something wrong, yeah. I'm sure. Just not handle. And so I realized this is one of the only times in my life where I'm the most equipped person in a building to handle what is a <laughs> slight emergency. And so I was like, okay, dude, uh, I'm going to go. Hand- I was kind of annoyed with him because like, yeah. I just like, uh-huh. just it's, it's fine. It's a dog. It's a 27-pound puppy. He's fine. So we take him out to my car, take him to the vet, no chip, no tags, no nothing. 
um, a super sweet boy. Turns out that he had been saved from, I guess, a ranch by a woman in the area. Uh-huh. She had brought him home to like save him and get him a home, but he escaped from her backyard because he's a bit of a flight risk. And he ran to the Tom Thumb. Oh, so you you found his previous owner. Well, that day, she had brought him home to find him a home. Yeah. So, yes, but she was like, do you want him? And I didn't understand the situation. I was like, well, yeah, sure, I mean, but, yeah, you know. And she's like, no, I'm serious, though. S- seriously, he, yeah, he seriously. was a burden to my well, soul. She, apparently, she couldn't get him to get along with her dog. And so, anyway, I don't yeah. blame her for that. Yeah. But the thing that slayed me about the whole situation is that he's a skinny little guy. Uh-huh. Like, and that's just how he's built. He's just, I don't know what breed, but he's... Very cute, and he's he's a little spry guy. And I the the way that I found the owner was nextdoor.com, which I never use. Yeah. Uh, but I signed up for it so that I could find his home because I don't want a family out there going without this little sweet face. And I post him, and I'm just like, hey, found him. Tell, tell the story. Pretty quickly, people are saying like, oh, he looks underfed. I hope he finds a home. Sweet things for the most part, but not helpful at all. This is not the issue at hand. It's like, I need the dog to have a home. Uh I don't need to know if you like the dog or not. That's its own thing. But I give an update on Nextdoor Uh so that everybody knows, hey, it's solved. For the next week, I'm still getting, why so skinny? Why no chip? Who's taking care of this animal? And I'm not on Facebook, so I forget that this is how probably 90% people dissect things especially yeah. the way that people uh, react without reading uh-huh. something they just see a dog and lost and then say why so skinny and I'm, I'm just going to say a lot of these are probably our more elderly citizens that are reacting this way I'm going to take a guess don't be no but maybe you don't not think so? no because yeah, yeah, uh, our, our community Facebook group is redonkulous and it's yeah. all younger people you're right I shouldn't guys I'm sorry elderly <laughs> I'm sorry for targeting you and, yeah. and people no, our age it, I'm it, sorry for not thinking you can be shitty to you it's, it's people our age well it's so I, I wrote two or three times, he's fine. He's with me. Update. And I'm, I'm putting as many emojis of smiley faces uh-huh. as I can yep. just to, like, not bite my phone in half. Because it's like, yeah, he's fine. We didn't make him this way. And guess what? His vet said he's in perfect health and people are too used to fat dogs. And his teeth look like fucking veneers. He, he is a beautiful boy. We'll put up a picture of him. Uh-huh. He's a new uh, member of the DPTC family. I've now spent, this shouldn't uh, uh, shouldn't surprise anybody who listens to the show. I've now spent eight times as long talking about my new dog <laughs> as either of us spent talking about your son, your human being boy that was brought uh, into listen, the world. Uh, it's, uh, it's fine. I got a grudge with my, my little man. Okay. He, okay. Uh, I've slept maybe three or four hours a day over the past month. Yeah. Okay. This guy, he doesn't sleep. Uh, He doesn't like sleep. uh, He hates it. I I don't know if he thinks something's looming, Um, but man, he is, he's a little toot, but man, he's fucking cute though. Have you, have you considered getting Getting rid of him? Getting him neutered. Oh, because that helped with my oh, kid. Oh, well, I mean, I might check it out. You should look into yeah. it. I think it would solve a lot, a lot of our problems. <laughs> it lowers energy. Yeah. My guy's dealing with that right now. Uh-huh. As you saw, he's got the cone on. And um, yeah, we're waiting for the testosterone to just drain out of him. So he yeah. kind of sweetens up. Oh, well, it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen. So uh, Thanksgiving time, holiday times. We're now into winter. It's December. And we talked about it last time. We already were planning on covering a show that was really just family oriented yep. as well, we thought. And then, lo and behold, babies are popping out. Uh, uh, they're coming up to you at the Tom Thumb, and they're <laughs> arriving in hospitals. Yep. You guys did a hospital birth? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just want I figured, but I don't know. I, we never talked about hey, it. No, no. There's there's options out there. We've, there's, yeah, you got the water births. You know, you got the yeah. uh, at home. Yeah, you got options out there. We were already planning on covering this show, and now we're both uh, fresh fathers in the exact same situation and level of stress. <laughs> and... Uh, that's that's what we're going into talking about a very famous show starring a version of some very famous pop icons and a long time coming. Man, we've been talking. I mean, they showed up in the cartoon rescue, the rescue all stars to the cartoon. That one, cartoon rescue all star people. <laughs> Take three. Uh, let's, let's go to sleep right now. People. Let's go to sleep for five hours. <laughs> come back and Barbara and do Bush's this. favorite cartoons teach the kids don't do drugs. Uh huh. Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue was the name of the cartoon. And they were in that. They featured in. If you need to understand it, somehow, and you don't. Uh-huh. It's a simple concept. <laughs> the characters you know and love, they're babies now. Babies being watched by a nanny. They live in a nursery run by a woman whose name and job are nanny. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is all you need to know. Uh-huh. You, you already... <laughs> We're just teasing you now. You know what we're going to talk about. Come 
one of the top two theme songs of a TV show Hell of all time. Yeah, it's so good. It's it's do, it's fast doo-wop. It's fast. Oh, here you go breaking down <laughs> do the music. Fast? Again. I like yeah. It. yeah, trying to get into it, trying yeah. to figure out the genre. <laughs> but what it is is just a, a joyful song. I think I got a pretty solid Kermit going if I sing that song. Oh, please, that sit on yeah, you? do okay. tell, yeah. When the world looks kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's not bad, dude. It's a show about kids and their imagination. This is the biggest thing, but the kids happen to be Muppets. Your favorite puppets that are... Are they mammals? Is that what Muppets means? <laughs> Are there any? There are lizard uh, ones, though, right? There's a turtle and some shit. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. A turtle and whatever the hell a uh, beaker is. Oh yeah, he is green. Oh, no, beaker's not green. No, uh, uh, Doctor uh, Melonface. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, <laughs> I don't know his name. I, I here here we go. All you Muppet fans. Oh Benson. Benson. Benson and Beaker. Benson. <laughs> Doctor Benson is his name. <laughs> like the Bunsen burner. <laughs> Well, he's green. Maybe he's a lizard. I don't know what Muppets means. It just means these these funny, sweet puppet people that we've had in our lives since they're around before you or I were born. Yep. They're still around today. <laughs> and they'll be around after we're long gone. Uh, man, Disney's going to keep them pumping out right now. Yep. Uh, I actually signed up for Disney Plus again, hoping that I could watch like a, a good version of this episode. Uh-huh. And they only had the 2018 version of Muppet Babies, not the original version. There are reasons for that. We can get into them a little bit here in a minute. And so you kept it? You Did you keep the Disney yeah, Plus? Yeah, I, I want to see Shang-Chi. I haven't seen it yet. There might <laughs> oh, be some good. other... Hey, and quick update on, yeah. on my uh, $75 a month uh, Hulu package. Please. Hey, I now get ESPN and Disney with it, so it still doesn't make up for how much money I'm spending. No, I was going to say, I have Hulu. <laughs> we got Hulu and... <laughs> I, I'm probably pay. I would probably pay thirty dollars for what you're getting for seventy five. But you know what? Nice. I'm not here to shame you. I'm just here to question your decisions uh-huh, uh-huh. and well, keep yeah. questioning. Oh, please do. <laughs> Meanwhile, let, let's get this tune. This tune. So the Muppets. People know the Muppets. They didn't ever go away. Never. Is the thing. Nope. They have done TV. That's probably where they've gotten the most juice. But they've done movies. Obviously, they've done cartoons. When I was at Disney World this past summer, oh, I need to go. You so do, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe wait till either go without the kid or take the kid. Well, I'll go without him. Okay, yeah, leaving him at home. Yeah, leave he's, your girlfriend. He's too. getting punished for this. Yeah, just go by yourself. It'd be great. Yeah. And I went as a kid too. They had this 3D show at Disney World of the Muppets. And when I went, it was like 1991, and it was still there. I was like, is this going to be as fun for me as it was when I was a kid? Uh-huh. And who knows? Maybe they've tweaked it since then. But you're just watching a movie in a giant theater, and it looks like the old Muppet Show theater. And they have a few real puppets, like the old men that are up in the. The opera box, you know, uh-huh, that yeah, Abe Lincoln yeah. got shot in. Yeah. It's not the same one. It's a, it's the, or if it is, they've cleaned it up since then. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a movie you're watching that's three dimensional, but they do all these things in the theater to play with you, like release bubbles oh, and their cool. bubbles. That's cool. It, it was so magical. It was one of the best things. <laughs> it was better than almost any of the Star Wars stuff that I did. I, that's I'm telling awesome, you, it was. Dude. It's just that's, that's awesome. how the Muppets. They they bring the magic, and they keep bringing the magic. It's like every few years. The waiter comes around to your table and says, hey, do you need a refill on Muppets? Uh-huh. No? Okay, I'll circulate. I'll come we back got around. You. The guy on the street with the trench coat. Yeah. We got you. I, they had a TV show where they were like running a talk show or something is the last uh, thing I, mean, I saw. Listen, I feel like every other month they're on some talk show with someone. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I do feel like if somebody cancels on late, late night, Kermit might show up and fill in the slot. Yeah, yeah. They, they call it the Henson yeah. airs. Yeah. Muppets, of course, the the brain children of Jim Henson, uh-huh. who has worked on his company. Rest, rest in peace. Rest in rip, peace. Rip. He and his company worked on so many important movies and TV shows, bringing you creatures. Oh, I heard a little Kermit. Creatures, yeah. yeah it really did. It. It. Bringing you creatures of all <laughs> sizes and shapes and shapes. It's all about over-enunciating. Uh-huh, yeah, with I like them. it. And you, you've... I can't imagine anyone in the world not knowing who the Muppets are, let alone somebody listening to our show. But if you need a reminder, there's Kermit, the frog. Yep. He's a kind frog. He has a hard time confronting people, mm-hmm. especially his mm, girlfriend, question mark, <laughs> Miss Piggy, who is uh, a dom. She, you're going to be in the relationship with her. She oh, demands yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a diva. She's a performer. She scares him probably, uh, what, 10 times on this On this, on this very episode, yep. yeah. Um, you Fozzie got Bear. Fozzie you got Bear. Fozzie Bear. He's like a vaudeville comedian. Uh-huh. You've got Rolf, who is a musician dog. Gonzo. You got Gonzo. Gonzo and bro. what is Gonzo? Yeah. A alien. weirdo. A weirdo alien. A weirdo. By 
I believe like if you were to check his Latin, you know, like species <laughs> name, it would include the word like weirdo or weirdest because they always say weirdo with him. Uh, I like it. Uh, he's got, like a banana nose, you know, uh-huh. the blue banana nose guy. Yep. Sesame Street. I don't know if they if they draw the line between the two. Yeah, I feel like they're interchangeable, right? If, oh, under, same, under the same umbrella. No, I feel like he. You might want to retract that and okay, with an apology. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Didact, deduct that, deduct that, <laughs> redact, <laughs> redact, or deduct. Hey, redact, deduct, and deduct that, please. <laughs> Fuck you, I haven't slept. <laughs> so Muppets are, they hold a special place in pop culture in everyone's hearts. They seem to fall under this category of secular saints uh-huh. <laughs> in that they are utterly not related to religion or spirituality, but they are eternally positive. Yep. And... <laughs> Nobody, nobody's offended. I don't know. Recently, somebody got pissed off at Sesame Street for something, but there's something innately sweet and just anybody should be able to like them regardless of opinions on any other subject. Unless you just think puppets scary, then cool. I, I guess they're not going to be your thing. <laughs> yeah. They're secular saints in that people refer to them. And Mr. Rogers is another good example of someone who is not a, certainly not a politician and definitely not like somebody involved with the church, but you point to them as a moral center uh-huh. in this world. They're unassailable. And I don't, I have not heard anyone just say, Kermit the Frog? Fuck that guy. No. Like, no. Yeah, you won't. He's a nice guy. You can't do that. He's a sweetheart. And no one's coming for him on Twitter. He's not even, it's probably some, his PR manager is handling right. his, his account anyway. <laughs> My ex- first exposure, I guess, to Muppets was the Muppet Show, the original Muppet Show, where they were showing on Nick at Night when I was a kid. Did you catch the Muppet Show? Oh, yeah. For a sizzle. Did you see it on Nick at Night? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. I need you to get on my side. It's like, like, but did you see it on Nick at Night? 100%. I saw it on Nick at Night. They were showing that and old Saturday, like original first three seasons Saturday Night Live when I was a kid on Nick at Night. I mean, that was, what a lineup. I have no idea. Oh, dude, Nick and Knight was the was the shiz, man. Well, it was, but then, like, you know, there was a lot of shows on there at the time that I did not want to watch. We've talked about it a little bit, like yeah. Green Acres. Oh, you're right. I, and I know this is not, you know, it, this just shows my taste as a four-year-old. I didn't want to watch I Love Lucy at four. Yeah, okay. Partly because it was in black and white. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but these were funny. These shows were funny. Muppet Babies, obviously Saturday Night Live. I don't even know what's on Nick at Night now. Yeah. Like, is it just a show that got canceled last season? Because <laughs> uh-huh, right. when when I was in college, they were showing Wings and maybe Frasier. They were showing Full House, like shit that, you know, uh-huh. we had grown up with. And right. that's how you know you've you've passed one whole generation. Yeah. It, it's just like when the oldies radio station in your town starts playing Candlebox. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> that's right. I'm old now. Yeah. You're like, okay. I'm old. That's dad or music. Or Blind Melon. You know, they start playing Blind uh, Melon. That is a, that's perfectly it. That yep. is perfectly uh-huh. correct. Well, that. That's where I saw the Muppets the first time. But as a kid, and Travis, let's find, uh, t- let me know in a few years if your kid does this, because apparently kids do this. <laughs> I'll let you know um, yeah, what you got. The movie The Muppet Caper. Okay. Or is it The Great Muppet Caper? Ooh, the one know. where they steal the diamond? The, the, the one where they're trying to, the jewel thief? I mean, I'm going to guess, yeah, because it's a caper. <laughs> I'm not even being sarcastic. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know what happens plot wise in any of them, but I do feel like they're telling you everything you need to know in the title. Announcing the Great Muppet Caper. It's a new Muppet movie. With what? You superstar. Say cheese. They're doing a caper. Okay. Maybe it's like Ocean's Eleven, but Muppets. <laughs> I um, don't know what a caper is. And uh, it's like uh, well, besides the food. Well, that shit's gross. Don't uh. don't go by that. Capers are great. Real capers. <laughs> a caper is like an adventure where people are kind of like on the run or they're trying to accomplish something. Oh, it's gotcha. like a, a gotcha. you know you could say Ocean's Eleven. Okay. It's a caper. <laughs> caper. Um, does that? I wonder if that means like, yeah, you throw a cape on for this. Uh-huh, it's right. that kind of adventure. Makes sense. Yeah, it's a caper. What's a caper? I think it's a small chicken. I would watch it. Just stop it. Hit rewind. Start again. I don't know how my mom specifically. She was the one that was there for that a lot. How she didn't lose her mind. But <laughs> Travis, you should talk to her about how not to lose your mind when you have to watch Veggie Tales again or uh-huh. whatever. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, maybe you should turn them on to what we watch, like Voltron or something Dude, cool like that. I've already had the conversation with my girlfriend. This <laughs> this man's getting he's getting on all the all the tunes that that are fan favorites here. Okay, because we want to have him on the show ASAP. He, he, he's not even gonna know that other tunes exist for a while. No. He's gonna be like, he's gonna be talking all 80s. <laughs> we dude, I will curate a playlist for this kid. Yes. Uncle Will's playlist. Oh man. Yeah, he's gonna be out of it. Yeah, out of touch with pop culture. <laughs> and that's where the cool people always are. 
that was my Muppet movie. That was my Muppets thing. That's what made me love the Muppets was the Muppet caper. And just like, it was like I was in Clockwork Orange, just indoctrinating uh. myself. And <laughs> serious, but, but the yeah was in joy and pleasure because uh-huh, I yeah. enjoyed it. And I, now, now the caper, th- this will seal the deal. Yeah, if yeah. We're, we're talking about the same one. Yeah, yeah. Is the one with the, uh, the actor, is it Gifford from the, from Beethoven? Gifford? The dad? The, Char- oh, the Charles Grodin. Gr- Charles Grodin. Yeah. That, is that the one? Could if that's not, the one, then that's the one I watched on repeat too. I, I could not tell you. You don't know. I, <laughs> I, I I wrote my notes to remember to talk about the Muppet Caper, yeah. and the only note I had about it is that I can't remember shit about it. <laughs> I don't remember any anything about these movies because I was not focused on plot. I was just focused on there are Muppets on the screen, and I was uh-huh. happy about it, and and I was happy about it. Um, Charles Grodin was in. He was in it. He was in it? He was in it. So it's well, the same saw, one I'm talking about. Yep. I saw him in Midnight Run recently, and uh, I know this is old news to people, uh, but he was amazing in it. Uh-huh. And I needed him in certain movies. You needed him in Clifford. You needed him in Beethoven. Beethoven. Yep. You needed him to be the ultimate sourpuss. Uh-huh. The guy who's not going to let any fun happen. But as a kid, you don't appreciate the work he's doing. Not at you all. You fucking hate the guy. Yep. You assume that's really him. And now that I can see him as an adult and watch him in, in a funny movie like Midnight Run. Nailed it. He's incredible. Uh-huh. But yeah, as a kid, like, no one's like, what a funny performance that guy put on. No, they're just like, the dog was great. Uh-huh. Thank you, Charles Grodin, <laughs> and for all your work, including your Muppet work. Uh, I don't, if you play the Muppet caper, maybe I would remember something, or now, maybe... What is that? Man, I watched it on repeat, too. Like, real talk. I yeah. watched that one on repeats. I don't know if I was VHS in it, or if it was on Disney, like... Uh, just playing nonstop. I, I know it was VHS for me because I had all kinds of control over how much I watched it. They gave me too much power in that house uh, yeah. on what was on the TV, uh, which I mean, all of this relates so much to today's episode that we watched. It, it does. Of it Muppet does. Babies. There was another Muppets movie around that time. Uh, obviously, there's been more since then. But there's another one called Muppets Take Manhattan. Just mentioned it. And that is the origin of this cartoon, Muppet Babies. There was a dream sequence in that movie where Miss Piggy, who I guess she was not satisfied with having known Kermit as an adult and, yeah. and being in there. Uh, look, if Kermit, if Kermit seemed more into it, I wouldn't have any problem with it. Because, I mean, some people like to kind of be completely overtaken as a person mm-hmm. and just told every move to make. Some people like to be dominated in that, even in this like social relationship way. Because I don't want to get into Muppet sex. I don't even think they do. I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> I mean, let, let's dance on the I first mean, second. I, I, it's a big enough. I mean, this is going to take us back to the wuzzles. You're, with, do you're, we want pigs and frogs even you're attempting right. to no, You're right. You're right. She's imagining, fantasizing about having grown up with Kermit. Uh-huh. Cause she just, she needs to squeeze more Kermit out of her life. She's like, we got, if we grew up together, how, how romantic would that She's have been? She's obsessed this pig, man. I, she wants all of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's gluttonous. gluttonous yeah, pig. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Piggy fantasizes in this film about she and Kermit growing up together, which I guess in the continuity of uh. the Muppets, they did not. <laughs> Kermit, Kermit, just imagine, wouldn't it have been wonderful if, if we'd known each other when we were little. And you get in this dream sequence these very adorable, cute little puppet versions of baby Muppets. Or you might even say Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. And I guess they looked at this in the editing room while making Muppets Take Manhattan. I don't uh-huh. know. Because it's not like there was an internet where it's like we released a trailer of, of this moment where there are little yeah. Muppet yeah, Babies. Yeah, yeah, and it raised, it raised some eyes. No, it yeah. wasn't that. Yeah. No, there wasn't that. And so I don't know if there were test audiences maybe that they used to gauge this or if it was just their own feeling. Or, or one guy had a dream like, hey, dude, I had a dream this took off, bro. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Well, and it just kind of grew from there. They discovered the equation diapers equal dollar signs. And this is the one that proved it. True. This is the show that proved it. They said, we got to make that a cartoon. Babies are for ballers. Because it was the same know. year. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are for closers. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 only. Uh-huh. Muppet Babies came out the same year as the film that inspired it. And that that's crazy. It is. You would no, assume it, it would take uh-huh. them a little time right. to turn out. So they must have known pretty early on in all this that, that diapers equal dollar signs. Yeah. And so <laughs> they they went for it. They made it. Here it comes. Stamp, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. I'm yours, baby. And we were theirs. This was a huge favorite of mine as a kid. Uh, Same here. They were just Muppets, but they were babies, and they were doing all kinds of things. This is one cartoon I can say me and my sister watched together, for sure. I've heard people complain about when they do the baby version of Uh. things. I guess it's when people are just like, well, you're not doing anything original. 
we talked about it on our Scooby-Doo episode, how there are a lot of people that didn't like a pup named Scooby-Doo where they did a similar thing, made them, I guess, great You feel schoolers. like it's a cheat. You know, you feel like you're just trying to get a younger audience uh, and like using the same material, right? I, I mean, guess. I feel like that's the logic for it. I mean, my question is, if you don't, if you don't like the baby version of things, do you hate your, do you hate yourself? Uh, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> that's my question. Uh, what wouldn't be improved by babification. Yeah, for okay? sure. Your babies are cute, dude. What name a what's a TV show you like? Uh let's go with Wings. Wings. Yep. Wings babies. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, Love it. Helen, is she the she's the lady? Yeah. Okay. Make her a baby. She's trying to cook behind the thing. She doesn't know how to cook. She's a baby. Instant hit. Yeah. The brothers, well, they're trying, they're just they got tricycles uh-huh. that look like planes that they're <laughs> flying around. Lowell, can you imagine a baby Lowell? With that deep voice, but he's in little coveralls. Ridiculous. Okay. Cuteness. And he's got yeah. milk stains instead of oil stains. And that's just spitballing. I want to see more babies. Yeah. Just take your hit shows, turn them into babies, and Give let's them keep babies. moving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, He-Man babies... I'd fucking lose my mind. Dude. I would love it. Yes. Lose take any cartoon mind. and just give them babies. <laughs> uh, fixed. Problem fixed. If your show isn't doing well, uh-huh. do a baby version. Right. Turn them into babies for one episode even. Yeah. And see if your ratings don't skyrocket. And my mental image of some of the Muppets are yeah. the baby versions. Uh-huh. Like, that's what I saw the most. Like, uh, Gonzo for sure. Yep. Because he's got his little, like, bib on or yep. whatever. And uh, Animal, the drummer. I just, th- I, I know I know who Animal is. I'm a drummer. Oh, you are. One yeah. of the heroes of, uh-huh. of drummers everywhere. Yeah. But, like, I just think of him in this little weird bonnet and his little diapy. Yeah. That's Animal to me. So this thing really had an effect on me. You're, you're, you're right. Me too. That's, yeah. the, that's the image I, I, I pull up as yeah. well. Yeah. Kermit, I can I can do any number of Kermits. Yeah, There's more, a lot of Kermits. I'm more, I'm more of an adult Kermit. Yeah. 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 That's probably good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good for your psyche. The setup of the show, Muppet Babies, we touched on it earlier. They're kids. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> babies that are being taken care of by, or uh, quote unquote, let's put that in quotes. Uh, they're being neglected. The nanny. The nanny. Being neglected not by Fran, the nanny, not yeah. Fran Drescher. Oh, yeah. man. They could have referenced her on here because uh-huh. most of the show is their adventures in imagination, which are highly dependent on not only references to pop culture from television and film specifically, but actual clips from live action television and yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. That blew my mind, man. A lot. Yeah. Even in this in, in this episode, right. that we're, we watched an episode for this so that we could uh, know what the hell it's about because I uh-huh. couldn't remember much. Uh, but they will do clips from Star Wars, Indiana Jones, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Ghostbusters. The thing is, Jim Henson had done work with or for Spielberg and George Lucas and some of these other people and had connections or also had to sign off in the secret handshake. Yeah. So all he had to do apparently is just ask. And I mean, these are some things that are pretty famously like Star Wars, especially at the time he was protective of that shit. Yeah. And then in the middle of this animated cartoon, you've got Kermit the Frog, the baby, Uh uh, like who's inside of a TIE fighter. And it was pretty cool as a kid, and it kind of made it feel kind of chaotic and experimental. Yep. But this is why it's not streaming anywhere right now and why it's hard to find on DVD. It's a a licensing licensing nightmare. It's why Saturday Night Live, you can't, a lot of those have been out of print. And everything MTV, Uh, like all the old school MTV uh, music awards and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I would love to watch like all the old ones, but you can't because it's a licensing nightmare. Yeah, Uh, Dawson's Creek. They only recently (laughs) got that theme song back. I guess Paula Cole finally... Released it from yeah. her from her clutches. I don't think it was her fault. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame Paula Cole. <laughs> no, we can do it. That's I, fun. I I've come around to I I, I kind of like the song, not the song for that I show. No, no, no. I don't like that one. I like the song Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's basically just a dance, it's a disco song. It's a I can't say it's a good song, but I like it. That's all I'll say. (laughs) That's why it is not so easy to find. And this episode that we watched is no different. It has live action clips, has references, all these good things. The name of the episode is I Want My Mother TV. Season two, episode seven of Muppet Babies, originally broadcast October 26th, 1985. It's important to know that Nanny... One, you only ever see her from, like, the end of her skirt up. Uh She's wearing these green peppermint uh, stockings Uh and, like, pink keds as well. I mean, mean, very much dressed like your your weirdest science teacher when you're in grade school. You'll see her hands, too, when she she comes down to pick them up. Yeah, Yeah. but there's a lot, like, pinks, uh, greens, purples, whites. Like, she's all over the place, man. 
you never see her face or her upper body. I'm not, look, I'm not angling to see her upper body here. Uh, I'm just saying you never get her identity. Sounded like it. I, apologies, deduct that, redact <laughs> that. Her version of caretaking with these babies, and we I, we never see them picked up by parents, I don't think. No, so not at all. I don't know that. Nanny leaves these, I'm going to say three or four-year-olds, because they can speak and she can understand them, quote-unquote babies, to their own devices for hours on end. Dis distance parenting. Opposite of helicopter. Uh, yeah, it's like I took a helicopter and left the building, uh -huh, and yeah. now you can watch TV for the next eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> because that's that's the real babysitter in the room is this nice big old cathode ray gray box TV that they have that they're watching all the time. And I guess this is before, I know this is before we were talking about the influence of screens uh -huh. on kids. But like, and I watched a lot of TV. Obviously, I watched fucking Muppet Caper. Bro, over and over. Raised. Yes. Raised by the tube. How could we do this show had we not done that? Uh -huh. Yes. But she's the nanny. Like this, I know it's a lot of kids, but I just, I feel like she should be in there like every hour at least playing a game with them or doing something to stimulate their brains or bring them some water or some uh -huh. something. Yeah. Because she just, and I don't, I don't even mean to suggest that she's doing this on purpose, just that they are so dependent on the television uh -huh. that when it goes off, Fozzie Bear seems to have a little bit of a breakdown. Yep. He, I, I guess that there's some character named Funny Freddy that mm -hmm. he watches on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they go, they're crack. It's crack for him. He's, yeah. He is going nuts for it. I'm thinking automatically Freddy Krueger when I hear Funny Freddy. Oh, yeah, he's the funniest here. Freddy yeah. I know. Uh -huh. No, Funny Freddy is some kind of funny man on TV. And when the TV breaks and they can't watch Funny Freddy, Fozzie says, Oh, no. I can't live without Funny Freddy. He's my idol. I can't live... <laughs> I cannot live without Funny Freddy. <laughs> and I know that kids are hyperbolic. Like, uh -huh. that's, I mean, I've said, what did I say to my parents? It was something about, like, I don't even know if I want to live about, like, ice cream. Nice. Like, I don't even know if I want to live. Like, I'm now questioning my place on this earth you at gotta, age four. We got to age on that? Was it? I'm, I'm going to say before seven. Nice. I'm hoping. Yeah. Hoping it wasn't after 20. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I want to live. And yeah. so I get that. But it's like. No one's there to help him through this moment because uh -huh. Nanny's in the other room. God knows what. Probably looking up jobs uh, <laughs> online. Online dating. Exactly. Or, or, or on phone dating. <laughs> trying to find, trying to get some more Muppets to drop their babies off so right. she can make a little more cash. Uh-huh. How, how old do you, how old do you think Nanny is? Mm, 40. Okay. 40-ish. In my mind, just the memory of the show, she was much older. Yeah, Not, same here. Again, how would you know? Moving to us, I mean, back well, then. That's a good point. Back yeah. then, 40, I mean, 35. When, the show 30-something? Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that's old. You're like, right. they're old. Now I'm like, goddamn, I'm almost almost dead. Yeah, you're, that's a really good point because I forget that. it's I, I As a kid, I imagined her elderly. Uh-huh. But same I think here. that's because no, my aunt, I call her nanny. And that's not just me. Like, we all do. She worked in postnatal uh, nurse care. Yep. So she was a nanny kind of. That's, that's kind of mean to call a woman who's someone who's a nurse. It's like, oh, but you're a nanny. You just uh -huh. make sure that you just put them in front of the TV for eight hours at a time. Right. But that's maybe why, because she has white hair. That's why I imagined. But yeah, she doesn't sound that old. Mm -mm. What's wrong with the TV, kids? The picture's all funny, nanny. Oh, no. I think it's really broken, kids. Oh. And now I, that really has me wondering, like, how did she get this gig? Who... <laughs> How did she, a human woman in her, let's say, 40s, uh -huh. come to take care of and be in the charge of for, it seems like they sleep over there. Right. These 10 Muppet, Muppet babies. babies. Uh -huh. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I just. I mean, it would make more sense, I guess, than them to be raised by a Muppet. Well, the Muppets are. Or watched if, by a Muppet. If their parents an, are like. An adult uh, Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Important to cover all the bases. Uh -huh. Yeah. I, you know, the Muppets are very vaudevillian, like entertainers. Yeah. They're like song and dance people. So they want to jump in and do something to entertain you. Maybe they were raised by entertainment people. Like all their parents, if they actually showed up, maybe they would be actors and producers and agents and stuff. And so they're dropping their kids off for someone else to take care of so they can go out there and work. Meanwhile, they're getting these kids acting classes. Yeah. They're getting them auditions. That makes sense. That makes sense dude. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Well, canon. Uh-huh. Canon now. <laughs> Luckily, the Muppet Babies have enough imagination left after hours of uh -huh. binge TV watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at a time when, like, this is before platinum television age. Like, this is before Breaking Bad. This is before yeah. Sopranos. Like, the best you were going to do is good times uh -huh. at that point, depending on when you're watching. 
They have enough imagination left somehow to come up with their own imaginary TV shows. Yeah. So they're still stuck on TV, but I, you know, I had a little radio show. And I, this is weird to think about now. I had a little uh, boom box. Yeah. Less of a boom box, more like a box. It was very small. Uh, just a box. Yeah, just a <laughs> box. Uh, peep box. Yeah. And you could plug a little microphone into it and record onto a cassette player. And I recorded some kind of radio show yeah. where I just interviewed other people that were me, I'm sure. But now we do this. Uh. So, and I work in the podcast industry. So it's interesting to think about. They come up with their own TV shows. And so the, the way they're going to do it, they can't get in the TV, but they do frame it with a box, uh. a cardboard box. Every kid's and cat's dream. Hey, I, I tried this as a kid, but it didn't turn out like this. It didn't it, turn out like no. that. No. Uh-uh. I'm just glad that you tried it out because I, I feel like kids today, if the TV went off or if the internet went out, you're just going to find them drooling in the corner, like yeah. drawing the YouTube logo in crayon on the wall. Yeah. Me and the missus have already had the conversation of when, when do we iPad? When do we give them the iPad? I feel mm-hmm. like that's a slippery slope that can spiral a young, a young man. The options are later tonight or morning, right? <laughs> How long? It's hours away from here. Uh-huh, right. I get, I mean, uh, Benny, I don't really know yet. He's watched a lot of shows with me, um, and I've talked to him about what we're watching, you know, yeah. so put it in context, but I, I should think on that more. Yeah, yeah, let's get together on that. They get the box, and boxes are great. They're like prefab homes for kids that want to imagine things. In the box, they start doing their own, well, they get to their own TV shows, but the first thing that they think of, this is, this is kind of a sad statement, isn't it? The first thing that they think to do is to have a commercial. Uh-huh. Like, and it's not a parody. Like, you would Saturday Night Live, because that was one of my favorite things as a kid. Right. I want to see the fake commercials, because that's the thing I'm definitely going to understand. Yeah. But Rolf, the dog, he does a commercial, and that's that's just capitalist as shit, isn't uh-huh. it? Hi, friends. Chef Rolf here for Doggy Time Dog Food. If you're a dog... And I know I am. You'll love doggy time. Which is followed by the news, uh-huh. which is, I guess that's good that like, that somebody has a journalistic bone in their body. I don't think I ever wanted to be a newsman as a not kid. That's not a, a glamorous job. Uh-uh. It's not like it's not like the village people had firemen, policemen. Native American is a great job, apparently. Uh-huh. And then newsman. Yeah, it does make the list. I just didn't care about the news, but I did watch news magazines. I watched Dateline. I watched 20 and 20. Oh, hell yeah. All the time. All the time about shit that probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, that that was family watching right there. Yeah. Yeah. But half the time, I guess now it's all true crime. That's Uh all it is. And then it could be like, what's the amount of fat that is in this new fat-free chip? We're in a volcano tomorrow. (laughs) It's something, I I liked it. Uh Uh-huh. But again, I don't think I was going to go be a Kermit and act like I'm a newsman for fun. Uh Uh-uh. For fun. This is Kermit Hopper with the early news. Our big story today Fuzzy Bear left the water running in the sink again. It is sweet in its own way, just how into Kermit Miss Piggy is. Uh huh. Even at this very young age, just how supportive. I think she yells at the other Muppets to support him. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she is. That the, love. That love is. It's fear based. Yeah, you're right. Awkward. It's going to be awkward every time they're invited uh, to a party. Yeah, you tell them different start and end times for the party. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. They're one, I mean, according to this show, they're one of those weird couples that have been together since kindergarten. Uh-huh. And I've only known one of those couples, and I and I love them. They're great. But there is this weird, there's just something weird about it, okay? I don't think we're supposed to find <laughs> our part, life partners at this age, and especially not if they're going to be as domineering as Piggy is with Kermit. Kermit gets a little support from Scooter, who is a Muppet. Uh-huh. I mean, supposedly they all are. Yeah. Uh, but Scooter, I don't really recognize. He's he he just looks like a weird version of a human. He's like a little orange guy with a little bit of like red yarn for hair and glasses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he okay. is he is a Muppet. Like he is an, a pre-existing Muppet. <laughs> Tell <laughs> your a, insurance. Weird, weird world we're living. <laughs> I in know, right man. Now. Hey, we we're just trying to figure it figure it out. Okay. Yeah. I just want to understand what they're trying to tell me. Yeah. And I think I do. Scooter is a real Muppet. <laughs> and he he was on the show. And I guess he's like the intern type or the, you know, the understudy. Somebody who's in a supportive role. Yeah. But uh-huh. then for the show, they only had one female character. They had Miss Piggy as the main crew. And that's it. So They, they had to juice it up. They yeah. did. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they create. Well, I guess they had Nanny. And she's the ultimate authority figure, but she's only in there a little bit. Yeah, so that only, doesn't count. Only in there for like a minute. That's tops. right. Yeah. They created another character to add uh, to, to add more feminine touch to the show. 
and that would be Scooter's sister, Skeeter, who is basically just Scooter. Scooter. She's she's athletic, apparently. I You know, you never see this in the episode we watched. <laughs> I, you wouldn't know it to look at her. She's just a little orange girl with what almost looks like a bird's beak for a mouth <laughs> yes, uh-huh. and glasses and, and red yarn hair. But sure, I, if she's athletic and sporty, that's great. Forget, Good on you. They're both forgettable. I'll, right. I'll, they're equally forgettable regardless of gender. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> That's equality. Isn't it terrific, Scooter? Someday I'd like to live in a castle like this. Your castle isn't built right, Skeeter. I designed my castle by computer. The next show they have stars... Our good friend Benson. Uh-huh. I still can't believe that's his name. Benson. Yep. That is the name of a famous show. It is about the guy, the butler from Soap, uh-huh. who got his own show. <laughs> He's a great, great character, great actor. Uh, and Bunsen, like Bunsen burner, just call him Bunsen. Uh huh. The fuck, Jim Henson? What is this? He and his good buddy Beaker, who was a favorite of mine as a kid. Exactly. I love, love that. That's guy, great. Dude. What a great love, bit. Yep. <laughs> That guy, like, his shits are like little rabbit poops, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, he's so stressed out all the uh-huh, time, and yeah. shit's always happening to him. Like, he's got to have an ulcer. He's got to have all kinds of internal problems. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, I love Beaker, and I loved him as a kid, and Benson and Beaker are doing some sort of airplane experiment, yep. we'll say, uh-huh. which leads them to encounter an old friend of our podcast, and the first real pop culture clip and reference in this episode Slimer. Uh-huh. The scene in Ghostbusters, the original film, when they first come up on Slimer in the uh, the hotel, yep. when Bill Murray does, yep. you're just seeing Slimer's end of it, where he's eating all the shit. And it's I'm looking at this in context of it's in this children's show, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, Slimer's pretty heinous. Yep. Like, kind of a scary thing to see in the middle of this animated cutesy show. Like, I know he's not scary, but he's the comedic relief, but this, like... Half translucent, lumpy green thing that's just slamming hot dogs in his face. Uh huh. Fucking creeped me out. Yeah, man. it is, bro. Just a just a pop up on your tune. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they get scared, like, and they're we're talking about like not just sometimes they'll cut away to that clip, but they're actually like putting animation over. It's really cool that they did this. I mean, I gotta wonder if that if that saved them any work to not have to do some of it was live action, so they didn't have to animate sometimes, uh-huh. or if it just created all kinds of headaches. It- it had it had to have just saved him. Had to have saved him. I don't I mean I don't know. I really don't I literally don't know. I can see it either way. I can see it being They're like, I don't know, we don't know how to put this in. in <laughs> if it is easier than it's like the animators like around Christmas, can you just like write an episode that's just clips? Maybe so, but I can also see it being a world where it's like, I gotta animate over actual film frames and film like rotoscope shit or whatever. Like I could just see, I don't know. I clearly and I've said it 40 times, but I'll say it once more. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> uh, but we get, I mean, and what a what a great, I mean, since we covered Ghostbusters last episode. Yeah. Um, that was just a nice, nice thing to see. It was. No, we saw our little was. buddy. It took me by, took me by surprise, though. Yeah, it kind of yeah, threw me a little I bit. I didn't see it coming. Miss Piggy is not digging that. She wants to have her own show. <laughs> I, I'm. She doesn't get it. I'm glad because uh-huh. uh, I feel like she'd be a, a bit of a, a ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. She doesn't get her own show. She gets something else later, but she wants to do I Love Piggy. I uh-huh. Love Lucy. Yep. And uh, they just totally steamroller and say, nah, not going to happen. Uh, Gonzo, who he's almost the same as Miss Piggy when it comes to like, I'm, I want the spotlight on me. He's relentless. Yeah. With it. Yeah. 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 He wants to do Weirdo Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, weirdo is his species. That's that's where he comes from. Uh-huh, yep. uh, so don't use it derisively. We got to stop doing that. Space, the final frontier, where we join the voyage of a starship second prize on a mission to explore alien worlds and go where no weirdo has gone before. It's funny that he wants to be Spock. We've talked about Spock on this uh, when we covered the Star Trek cartoon. Yep. Um, he's not a Spock. No. Gonzo is as stated, a weirdo. And while Spock might be a weirdo, there's no joy in his life about being a weirdo. Yep. And Gonzo loves being weird. Uh-huh. He's proud. So it's funny that he establishes, like, well, still Kermit has to be Captain, Captain Kermit. Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. what he calls him. There's a lot of wordplay in this. I love it. Yeah, it's, it is great for dads. Uh-huh. If dads like wordplay. Fucking love it. And we're a couple of dads uh-huh. loving the wordplay these babies are doing. Yep. But they actually involve some Star Trek clips from the show Star uh-huh. Trek, which yep. I, I mean, Jim Henson didn't even work on that show. 
so I, maybe it's a Paramount thing. I don't know who owned Muppet Babies at the time. Like who they've changed hands. They're in Disney, like we said now. But like, uh, it, it seems like like you said, if you brought this up today, uh, heads would just explode. Yeah. How are we gonna? Well, also, yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up, Marvel and DC Comics had this long-standing, you know, feud and their competitors, but they're also, it was kind of joking and they would cross over sometimes. You'd have Batman meet Spider-Man and this shit. And now that shit never happens anymore. But it's like, yeah, what if the Muppets wanted to have like Captain America and Wonder Woman and the, I don't, the guy from Dune and... <laughs> So I don't know. I'm running. I don't want. And no, I like uh, Katniss. Yeah, I like where your head's going. I, that's not even current. The lady no, from not at all. Mockingjay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. If they want to have these people show up for fun, uh-huh. it would be so much red tape. It would never happen. And people would be like, well, only if you do this, only if I get this, only if we can do it this way. Uh-huh. This would never happen. So it can only happen in Argentina. <laughs> exactly. Period. Yeah. International waters. We yep. will be filming uh-huh. this. So it's cool to see these because like this is a show that again has Star Wars clips regularly. Yep. But on this one, they're like, no, just throwing some Star Trek. Uh-huh. And this, I mean, there's not much plot to the whole thing. It is just watching, you know what this is? I, I, it's I, like watching Muppet Babies play. It really, pretend. it really is. Like we, That's it. When I was in preschool, we did like an end of the year Thanksgiving, you know, like a little show, a theater type. I mean, I say theater. I don't think we had to act, but like, you know, you do a variety uh, a show. Skull, just a skull in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I was doing Hamlet. Doing Hamlet. I was doing a Hamlet, yeah. To chicken or, wait, no? To Turkey. Oh, not to Turkey. To not to Turkey. Yes. I um, deduct that. Uh. <laughs> deduct that from this <laughs> podcast. We did a show, basically, yeah. at the end of the thing. So if you just let us make up things to do as kids and put on a show for you, that's really what this is. So the plot is just wherever, whatever gets said loudest uh-huh. and most recently <laughs> is is the plot. So that if you're wondering like what happens in this episode, these shows happen. It's just a 22-minute list of word jokes and pop culture references, and God bless them for it. At one point, one of them is just selling us mud. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, animal's animal, just selling us mud. Animal comes on, little baby animal, uh, who is based on Keith Moon, who is known as a wild man. Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. I, I, supposedly. I mean, <laughs> Keith Moon didn't just, like, scream and gra- like bite people with giant teeth like Animal uh-huh. would do. So, But the idea that he's just, like, the wild drummer, yeah. Keith Moon was pretty wild. Gotcha. Arms of flailing. So Animal being the screamy guy, this <laughs> guy, um, he comes out as a baby, which he is on the show. Dude, your impressions are... <laughs> You're A1 in it right now. I will tell you. Thank you. Yeah. Firstly, uh, this show, 90% of the voices just require a certain weird squeeze. Yeah. Most uh-huh. of them are somewhere in here. If I talk like this, hmm, Kermit, Kermit the frog. Uh-huh. And then if I just squeeze it and do like that, that just becomes animal. Beaker is just a noise. I got beaker. beaker you got you got a great beaker. That's a good yeah, beaker. I got a beaker. And, you know, if, if you just rough this up a little bit, mm, hello, mm, Yoda babies, mm. Yoda babies you like. And they have Yoda baby <laughs> they do on Yoda. The Mandalorian now. They do. I, so I even that, yeah. Star Wars realized uh-huh. diapers equal dollars. Babies is business. Babies is business, babies baby. Is business. Baby. Or for ballers. I'm babies like for ballers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a charity. It does. Babies for ballers. Like they're raising money for ballers. Yeah, LeBron and I James know- just, just holding a basketball <laughs> and a baby. <laughs> Animal does an ad for dirt. Dirt fry! <laughs> He just tracks mud into the room. God knows where it came from. It's real. It's kind of like watching Jim and the Holograms. Uh-huh, where yeah, we're like, is. okay, I don't know, because you guys just did a music video in the middle of talking. Is this synergy? Is, yes. is this synergy? Is this, is this a hologram? Is uh-huh. this you acting in your imagination? Did something <laughs> happen? Because what you did in the music video is now affecting the real world. This is confusing. It's looking in a mirror inside of a mirror. Oh, man. I'm facing a mirror. My mind melted, uh-huh, bro. Yeah. Uh, he's doing an ad for mud. And yep. he tracks mud through the room for real. This moment... And I don't, I don't mean to take Nanny to task. Uh-huh. I don't want to make this a dark thing. You know, it's a fun show. Everybody's okay at the end. The yeah. kids, seems like they're getting fed. You know, they don't have the distended belly and shit. Like, they're all fine. <laughs> but this particular moment really highlights the depth of Nanny's neglect. Here is a baby. Yep. A Muppet baby. Yep. We know, historically, that his speech level Never gets above this. Yeah. Like, he he never go from this any better. Ever. 
So she's not working with him on his language uh, uh, skills. Yeah. He needs socialization. <laughs> he needs all this shit. Don't fall into this trap, Travis. Don't let your kid just watch TV. Special attention. Yes. He needs some he attention. He needs a lot of attention. Yes. Let's assume that he's the youngest of the babies because he has a bonnet on. But still, yeah, I'll get that. he does speak, yeah. but he never speaks better as an adult. He tracks mud through the nursery that he somehow got into the nursery. Uh -huh. So he either went outside and got mud or there is mud in the room already, like over in the corner. Yeah. Uh, not good. He tracks that mud through the nursery and climbs up on a bookcase high enough for him to fall and break his little head open. Uh -huh. As we all have been threatened as kids, if you jump on the bed, if you climb up high. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty. That's why we told the story. This And Nanny's not in the room. Uh-huh. He's just going nuts, this kid. Yes. What are you doing in the next room, Nanny? Hope it was worth it. And uh, I hope you're happy. She's getting like five bucks an hour for each of these kids uh -huh. probably. Yeah. So yeah. that is probably the level of childcare you're going to get. Uh, and speaking of music videos and Jim and the holograms, yeah, music video time. <laughs> I thought it was because the name of the episode is "I Want My Muppet TV," yeah, which is a, I want my MTV ref. Yeah, a uh, ref. I, I thought we're we were going a full twenty two minutes of of music parodies. Oh, you did? Okay. That's, what, okay, that's what I thought we were fixing to embark on. I would not be surprised to find out that there is one like that, yeah. and I'll look for it next time. <laughs> no, this is the closest they get. They have a, a music video for a. A song called TV Mania or TV Maniacs. And I also thought Kurt Loder was going to show up at some point. But <laughs> I, I thought Kennedy was going to show up, but she's on Fox News now, I think. So she was too busy. I'm trying to remember anybody else. Uh, I thought... Uh, <laughs> Bill Bellamy? You got Bill Bellamy? <laughs> I thought, damn it. What's his name? Carson Daly? Oh, no. Yeah, you're fucking me up. That's not who I want. That's not the. That's an easy reference. God, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. Come on, you got this, bro. You got this. Uh, <laughs> oh, Matt Benfield? Ah, uh, damn it! That's how giant. We were setting up my joke just now. <laughs> I thought downtown Julie Brown was going to show up. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought there was going to be a little bit more of that, but uh, TV Mania or TV Maniacs, it's a song about how they're addicted to television, how they've literally been driven insane beyond uh -huh. the, the realm of sanity <laughs> by how they they lost their TV. A chilling prophecy for ages to come. I mean, well before COVID entered our lives. This has yep. been this has been a problem it has. for a long time. It has. It's a good song though. Chilling prophecy. A chilling indeed. prophecy, yes. Somebody call Christopher Walken. It's a chilling prophecy. <laughs> we run through a couple of quick shows. Uh, leave it to Beaker. Yes. Which is sweet. Yeah, uh -huh, cool. Yeah, I love uh, it. I give me more Beaker. Yeah. I want my Beaker. Yeah, Les Benson, more Beaker, please. They also do Wide World of Weirdo. Uh, uh -huh. We've already had a Gonzo. Don't know why they want to <laughs> highlight that guy again. I was only for a second. Like, this is basically like changing channels is all. Finally, Miss Piggy. You know, she has been underserved. I will say as much as she's... she. Well, here's the thing. She <laughs> yeah. is... She's been given this personality of being a diva, for being controlling. She is also the one half of the female representation on the show. Yeah. And I will just say that at least in this episode, Skeeter is not upholding much. Right. She has little to do. They just needed her there to be there. Yeah. So Miss Piggy, she deserves the spotlight. She is definitely a force to be reckoned with. Uh-huh. She's a, she a star. And so she gets a guest spot. On Johnny Carson, uh -huh. the late show with Johnny Carson, the OG, the the OG, the, yeah, he the, can make you. He's he can the make one. you or break he, you. She gets to perform a poem on Johnny Carson. That is it. That can skyrocket you. That oh, can yeah. send you into the history books. I'll put you on Mount Rushmore. Son. Totally. Yeah. I just watched the. Uh, it's a CNN documentary series, but it was on HBO, and I never. Um, what does that mean? What? Uh, listen to me. I'm talking about television. <laughs> Like I'm talking about, it's a it's another show's. It's like it's a Nickelodeon cartoon uh -huh. that was made by Cinemax that was also shown on Showtime, but then was pretty. It's fucking. That's where we're at right now. Yes, it's a documentary. You can see it on HBO Max called "The Story of Late Night." I think it's really good. He'd make you viral. He he'd make you viral for what the time was. Absolutely. Yeah. He. I mean, so many people. If you're going to do your set, you're going to do your comedy set, got to do it on Carson. Yeah. Uh, Piggy doesn't do a comedy set, but she does show up. It's great because I guess Miss Piggy had actually been on Carson at some point, so they could actually use some clips where he says, Of course she is. Welcome out, Miss Piggy. Yeah, they've been everywhere. Oh, you don't think they got, they grabbed it like a new clip? <laughs> I wonder. I, I wonder. Look, Carson seems like he was up for a lot. 
But as I understand it from the doc, he was only doing three days of work a week, I think, at that point. Hell yeah. Which is still a lot of work because it's a live show and you're doing it all the time. But maybe they did. I'm going to take a guess that she had been on the show at some point for fun and that sense. they could just use that clip. Would you welcome Miss Piggy? Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be on your show, Johnny. They've animated her and a chair over the chair that would be next to Carson. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. This is so fun. Like yep. as a kid, I'm sure I would have been like, oh, she's just on TV. But now it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is the this is <laughs> the big deal. <laughs> it's a big break. Fozzie wants in on it because he is a starving comedian. Yep. Uh one of these comedians that nobody nobody's had a serious talk with him <laughs> about what he needs to do. Because a lot of people give him the feedback of not being good. I can't say that his friends aren't telling him. They he down needs, him. Yeah, they down they, him. Yeah. They, they really bring him down. Uh-huh. Uh, or they try to. Uh-huh. And, they, and they never bring him down enough to make him stop. <laughs> they, uh, they, they don't fill his bucket, no. as my kids used to say. No. <laughs> You're not filling my bucket right now, Dad. Like with bad shit or uh-huh. with good shit? Is uh, that... they, not with, with, uh, with good stuff. Okay. Like, oh, like, no, they're definitely like, not doing fill that. Fill my bucket. Like, make me proud. And they're apparently not being honest enough with him. They just make jokes back about how bad his jokes are. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. One, he's a baby. He Give him time. Yeah. He doesn't have any life experiences uh, he, yet. He's not driving a cab yet. No. But also, like, what can he draw from? Uh-huh. <laughs> but nobody is being honest with him enough to say, like, hey, man, look, what do you, what do you think you're going to do with this? Yeah. Like, that's the talk H- he needs. Hand, hand on shoulder. Yes. Hey, come here, bud. The sit, come here. Both of us sit down, and then I, I lean, like, my elbows are on my knees, and I'm looking you right in the eyes and saying, dude, this is what you want to do? Uh-huh. Where, what are you trying to accomplish with your comedy? Yeah. No one's <laughs> doing that. It's always just, oh, good job, or, ah, oh, you suck, and he needs something else. <laughs> So he is just hungry for this attention, and he goes on Carson, uh, and he knows he's not good. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he knows this. He wants to do a set. Johnny Carson would never let this guy come on. Not at all. Ever. Not at ever, all. ever, ever. He'd have to run past security. Yes. it would. You're absolutely right. It would be <laughs> like a streaker, yeah. a streaker on the field situation. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, something crazy like that. Uh, but he gets out there. He somehow booked the gig through Piggy, maybe. I don't know. Right. And he sets up his joke with, I mean, and this is kind of progressive, or not progressive, <laughs> but uh, forward-looking to comedy to come. Uh-huh. The self-deprecation yeah. and the comedy that's intentionally bad. Yeah. He says, I'll tell you a joke if you promise not to throw tomatoes at me. Okay. And that's not even a joke. That's uh-huh. not a joke. And he would, he would it, tell you this. It's already happened to him. It's, it's already ha- happened to him in the tune. It's like, please, I, I'm not going to do this unless I have safety yeah. on my side. <laughs> I need to know that this is a safe space for me to fail. And guess where that wasn't in 1985? Johnny Carson on The Late Show. For it's sure. not a place to try things out. But that warning or that ask, that meek ask that uh-huh. he gives... That makes Johnny Carson crack up. He thinks it's a joke, yeah. I guess. Or he's just trying to support the kid. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> The problem is, Fozzie, if he's going to get a bit and it gets a laugh, all the Muppet babies want in on this. Yeah. They all want to do their bits. Right. Too much. It's just too much. <laughs> Security would be called. They would have to cut. They would have to, you know, go to commercial. Melee. Yeah. It'd be melee. It would be weird, wild stuff. Yes. Uh, to put it in Carson terms. <laughs> uh, luckily, as the chaos ensues, Nanny wheels back in. The now fixed television. Yep. Their God, their idol, their <laughs> their constant lover their and companion. I don't know what she did. Maybe she's an electronics person. I don't I don't know. I <laughs> I don't want to keep assigning weird things to Nanny. She she, she took it to the, the closest radio shack. There you, okay. So she got yeah, it tuned. Yeah, she probably did leave the house of babies alone uh-huh. to go get the TV fixed so that she can have them be babysat by the TV. The TV's doing all the work. With her biker boyfriend. Oh, you think Nanny's into bikers? Maybe. Bad boys? Maybe. Wouldn't put it past her. I feel like she's one of those people that you think is sleeping with a stuffed animal. <laughs> like, just the way that she dresses. Like, I feel like she never grow up fully, and she's living in fantasy all the time. Uh-huh, right. Maybe. I don't know. She looks like she hosts a children's show, but she's just at home yeah. on her own. Like, that's just how she looks. <laughs> right. Or we have it wrong, and, and Nanny is a teenager. Oh, man. She, she's a teenage girl hanging out. I don't want that to be true. <laughs> she's dressed... She is dressed. Yeah, you're right. Deduct that. She's dressed like a. <laughs> D- deduce that. She is dressed like a Guatemalan Rainbow Bright ripoff, basically. <laughs> like that you would find at <laughs> the back of the Kmart in you're, 1985. You're right. You're right. The show ends. We got the TV back. Great. Well, Gonzo still has one more bit he wants to get in before the whole thing wraps. And that is the Weirdo Zone, a Twilight Zone 
rip and yeah. uh, rip and blip. It's I very short. It's I would have loved to see that. I, I much more than the Star Trek one. Much as I love Star Trek, uh-huh. uh huh. The Twilight. I mean, maybe those are just Pro- two. Problem with that, that. There's there's not one. Like I, I couldn't tell yeah. you one that's a big. You know, that's a big story. There like is, the incredible, sh- like the little shrinking man. That's the only one I ever watched. There is one where like everybody, the guy wakes up in the hospital, and everybody in the world has pig faces. <laughs> that, See, I've never heard of that. Well, that that one lost on me. It could have worked really well, at least with Miss Piggy You're being right. in no, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. She could have woken anyway. Are they, there any birds? Or was that just a movie? That was just a movie <laughs> of, of Hitchcock, right? Let's look up uh, uh, Bing. <laughs> Bing, tell me, were there ever any birds on Twilight Zone? <laughs> that's more of an Outer Limits thing, seems like. Well, that's that's where Gonzo wants to end it. And frankly, I would have loved to have seen a version of that, even if it wasn't based on one of the ones. Like, on Futurama, some of the funniest things were their version of the Twilight Zone, which was the scary door. Uh-huh. And it was just some some bad situation that's weird that works out ironically yeah. in the end. And uh, they didn't give us Futurama-style comedy on this Muppet Babies episode, and I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm disappointed. No, it was a fun—it's a fun cartoon, and it, it does just feel sweet and unthreatening, but smarter than it has to be. Yep. But I will say that I was less entertained than I thought I would be, which is— not common on this show. Yeah. Usually we watch a cartoon and I just set my expectations of, well, this is for children and not, couldn't have been made well. Right. And then maybe I'm just going to get some laughs out of it. And I think I came in with too high expectations of, well, it's Muppets and everyone knows this is a great show. Everyone agrees. I mean, it won, <laughs> well, they do, it won multiple Emmy Awards. Yeah. And it would, the amount of time that they would play it during the day got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, right. yeah, this yeah. is, let's get into this. Okay. Yeah. Early on in the series running, Jim Henson's company came up with another show, uh, another animated show called Little Muppet Monsters. I just, I have no memory of this. Never it heard was of it. very yeah. short-lived. Uh-huh. Little Muppet Monsters ran with Muppet Babies as like a two-wide, a double-wide cartoon. <laughs> double feature. Yes, called Muppets, Babies, and Monsters, which is an awful, awful title. Uh-huh. Doesn't work. <laughs> it only ran for three episodes. Before it was pulled by Jim Henson. Uh. <laughs> the reason? Yeah, what? It was subpar. Mm. It was not good. How did it make it through drawings, animation, <laughs> writing, script approval? What was happening in Jim Henson's life that he only after its release? I, mean, I don't mean to blame Jim Henson. He was, tr- he was churning stuff out, man. I guess that but, made it through, and someone said something to him. It's like I think it's the sort of thing where it's like you think this thing you're creating is good, and you just are in a room, and you're you're so the blinders are on. Yeah, I think you just look at it in the day, <laughs> the light of day, uh-huh. and you're just like, oh my god. Uh, this is a piece of shit. What like, happened? how did I do this? Yeah, yeah. How did I ever think that there was an iota of decency in this thing? This thing fucking sucks. Get it out of here fast, like as fast as possible. <laughs> and apparently the broadcasters agreed with them. And so they just took it off the air and like, oh shit, but we've booked up double wide, you know, like hour long bits. He, he's on vacation canceling it with a satellite phone. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally see it where he's like sweating. He's in one of those conference rooms yeah. at the hotel, just trying to get this shit worked out. And like you, if you were to see him through the glass, he's like in board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, just yeah, hands yelling. flailing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got a whole hour to fill. Uh. Why not just fill it with more Muppet Babies? <laughs> yeah. They did. So two Muppet Babies in a row. Uh, I I don't know every day. Often. Let's just say when you see Muppet Babies, you're going to see it for an hour. Yeah. Double do. Awesome. Double dose. We're going to get two of them. Yes. Yeah. Eventually, that kind of eked over, bled over, and stretched out to fill an hour and a half. Three <laughs> episodes worth. Of cartoons. That's a lot. <laughs> it is. It's a whole hour and a half? Uh-huh. That's two two episodes of like a modern drama show just with the commercials taken out uh-huh. of Muppet Babies <laughs> doing adventures, having capers, and uh-huh. all these kinds of things. Right. The reason they needed that was there was a show we got to cover. I, we got to get to the bottom of this Put thing. Put it on the fucking this docket. Is, oh, dude. Put it on the docket. Is, yeah, we can't do it next time because okay. it's too, too, well, there's some similarity it seems like the dirty dumpster version of <laughs> this show that we talked about today uh, okay. in some ways. The cartoon was called Garbage Pail Kids. Dude, I was about to say yes. that. Garbage Pail Kids, which we, <laughs> for those of us who grew up in the uh, 80s, that is the dumpster we version. remember that they were they were these bad little kids. Uh-huh. They were gross. They were like a uh, hypodermic needle Harry. And, uh, you know, they just, the kids, they were kids, but they were ugly. They were the opposite of Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah. They're the original bad boys uh-huh. and girls. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. that their whole thing was being gross and yeah. like being like, isn't it 
crazy and rebellious that we are bad and ugly and dirty kids that also are cute like the Cabbage Patch Kids? Uh-huh. Don't you think so? This was a cartoon based on that that was canceled right before the first episode aired. This was like a late in the game move yep. of no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. And I want to know all about why that is. Come back another time. We will talk about that. We got to watch this somewhere out there. It's yep. got to exist. And I kind of want to get into the, uh, the the Muppet monsters too. I, w- I kind of sure. want to put that on the dog. Why not? Here, why not see what caused Jim Henson to ruin his family vacation? <laughs> Well, whether you're a parent or you just used to be a baby, thank you for joining us today on this episode of the Days Past Tooncast, talking about those Muppet babies, two new dads just hanging in the exact same, like you're you're going on very little sleep. Oh, very little. Yeah, yeah I see yeah. three of you right yeah. now. Well, I'm, I've been sleeping in the bed with my son, Benny, snuggling and <laughs> getting most of the sleep that I would usually get, but otherwise pretty comparable. Uh-huh, yeah. If you want to be a secular saint to Travis and I, then you should go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Give us a written review and a five-star rating. When you do that, it makes the show pop up for other people that might enjoy it. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be. I'd be into that. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at DPTuneCast. And we got a website, DPTuneCast.com. I got it pulled up right now. It's beautiful. Ornate colors everywhere. It's joyous. It's It's got all of our podcasts. Such exotic colors uh-huh. as red, green, light blue. Yes. TV static. Yeah, TV static. It is, it's riveting. It would blow a baby's mind. Yeah, be careful showing your kid anything about this show, but especially the website. It might fry their cones and rods for the rest of their lives. Uh, and generally, just keep, try to keep them away from the screens uh, eight, eight to 10 hours a day at, at most. Yeah. We're rounding out the end of 2021, which is wild to say, to even consider. But we have been remiss this past year by not ringing in the year correctly. Uh, we have a tradition on the show. We're supposed to ring in the new year with one of the greatest bands in history, Jim and the Holograms. We didn't do it this past year. We are going to do it this year. I cried for 365 nights. Well, you can put away your hanky then, bud. Okay. Because we will be ringing in 2022 with none other than Jim and the Holograms. Between now and then, no more episodes. This is all you get for 2021. We're ending with the Muppet Babies, with two men who have babies. Just dadding it up. Come back in 2022 for Jim and the Holograms. We're also looking to spin off maybe DPTC babies, uh, DPTC grownups, <laughs> DPTC elderlies. Uh, we're yeah. going to hit all the fronts. Uh, just uh, let us know if you're interested in any of that. We will definitely make it. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Tunes Miss, whether it's Tunes Miss. It needs to be Tunes Miss uh-huh. if you're listening. We are here to <laughs> convince you of that. Yep. Um, but be with those that you love. If you have babies, Muppet or otherwise, hug them. Hug them. Give them a kiss on the kiss old em. bald kiss head. And yeah, kiss them for us and just enjoy each other. And this holiday season, be sure to tutor my duder. Tutor my duder. Meet Uncle Travis. What? You're an excited like, guy, aren't you? I like the collar too. Yeah, he's 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 oh, slow yeah, recovering. Like it, hey, buddy. Can't do all that jumping, okay?